Hello, this is Laura Balboa and this is the introduction of this delivery of uh, episodes that will be including this uh, project that I have about women doing sound and experimentation, uh, either music, sound or experimentation. Um, so this is, this is a project that I've been working on for a while. So I've been interviewing people and I've been interviewing women of spe specifically Spanish uh, speaking women that either are based in, Me in Mexico or they are from Mexico or they have been living in Mexico for a reason. So my intent is also to make this work visible for um, the Mexican scene and also for the international scene. So I have been doing episodes for this podcast in Spanish, but this is let's say the first time that I'm going to do this in English because I consider it uh, suitable for the dissemination and also um, putting the word out there of the work of these women. I think it's important because I've been witnessing a lot of like uh, underrepresentation um, both in nationally and outside Mexico. So I think it's important to have this and it's also Um, a research sort of uh, project that I have on the side. So it has been quite slow because I have a full-time job and other projects uh, ongoing, but I am very passionate about this and I hope uh, you enjoy it. This project is called Buya, which means in Spanish, like when something is about to boil or it's boiling, it's at that point where it's like really uh, hot, for example, water that it's boiling. So it's also related to the word ebullición, which means actually that. So I think we are going to start with the first triangle. So I hope you enjoy this. If you want to write uh, to me, for this project or the other episodes that are in Spanish for this podcast, you can do this in podcast at jjjoll.com. So it's three J's as in joke, one O as in object, and three L's as in laugh. This is the first triangle of the project called Buya. And with this triangle, I just want to say that um, maybe a summary about it is that the music or like the sound produced with this has been done with uh, several tools that are involving programming, electronics and um, other frameworks to create sound. So with this triangle, I will say the names of these uh, women. So we are going to talk about three amazing women called Leslie Garcia, Malitzin Cortez and Alexandra Cárdenas. So the three of them are or have been working with uh, tools that could be considered highly technical. It's uh, that that is like a sort of biased, uh, I think, representation or like meaning about what is technical and what is not. 
um, my, myself, I have been finding uh, a lot of uh, situations where I see that there's like this demand of uh, women trying to prove that they are like really technical when they are when they really are. So um, I, I think it was interesting to pick this uh, triad of women because all of them have been investigating a lot about how to use technology in their work. And uh, and they're doing great, great stuff, really different things. So let's get started with the first one, which is Leslie Garcia. So Leslie Garcia is from Tijuana, which is a really interesting spot because it's like, you know, close to the border is borderline with, uh, with the US. So a lot of things happening there a lot of um, identities and also work that uh, is always in constant uh, dialogue with two cultures and in between. So I had a chance to talk to Leslie and also to interview her in Berlin uh, like a couple of months ago. So I would say that it was really nice because we got the chance to talk about her whole you know journey through media art because she has been doing electronic arts and sound for a while so i found as well uh, before the interview even that the main topic of her work or like it's not the main topic but it would be like the this whole like thread that it's uh, always included in her work would be sound so um, even though she has been working with several collectives and also doing research and also um, trying to intersect uh, science, technology and art, um, there's always something that is related to sound. There's always sound in her work. So I think it's important to see that um, even though she's shifting all the time and trying new things, sound is always present. So I think it was interesting to see that several projects that uh, she has been working with. So she has uh, a couple of aliases doing like sound and music. So one is Logar Decay and the other one is uh, Microom or Microom. So you can actually find her work in Bandcamp and we are going to listen the, to this track called Midnight Sun from an EP that was released in one of uh, my favorite uh, label uh, labels from Tijuana. So greetings to my friends for uh, to Tijuana for Static Discos. That's the label. So this EP was released on that label, and it's called. This track is called Midnight Sun. Here it comes.
that was Midnight Sun, this track from the label from Tijuana called uh, Static Discos. And that was the alias that Leslie Garcia has, that it's called Micro Om or Micro Om. So I recommend you a lot to check her workout on Bandcamp. You can find her with that uh, name or handle, Micro Om. So talking with uh, Leslie, I was attending actually her exhibition called Ontological Machines in Berlin in the DAAD gallery. And it was really interesting to see the whole installation as well, because I could see the crossing or the overlap of uh, different fields uh, where she's intersecting with this collective, this research group called Interspecifics. Uh, where they are using also biological uh, organisms to produce different sor as sources of energy and also as sources of uh, patterns of sound and how and they are also using machine learning to get like a database of these behaviors or patterns done by, by the microorganisms and just trying to link as well and map them as lights. It, it was, it's difficult to describe it without having an image or a video and seeing the actual installation, but I'm doing my best. So we were talking and we were sitting down actually on, on, on the room on top and we were talking about what happened? What was like the moment where she was, uh, where Leslie was, let's say, drawn or um, pulled into working with sound or with technology uh, related uh, to sound? And I think she was telling me about um, getting to meet uh, Miller Bouquet, who is the developer, the main developer of this programming language called Pure Data, which is actually a programming language for doing all like several uh, interact interactive uh, music or multimedia works as well. But it's like it's based off a graphical programming environment. So it's graphical. So getting to know Miller Bouquet uh, changed her way of seeing things. And she started to be really interested in sound and also uh, synthesis and how to create sound with technology, with computers. So, and I think it's visible in her work as well, because she has been doing and using a lot of tools to explore the production of these sounds, the manipulation of these sounds, and also how this gets to behave uh, as like autonomous entities somehow. So she has been doing a lot of residencies like uh, outside Mexico and also exhibitions in Mexico where she's presenting her work uh, under the aliases or with the collectives or the groups that, uh, that she's participating with. So she has been also using plants and also like brain waves, for example, uh, the collecting of the data or the mapping of these brain waves uh, using different like uh, inputs and outputs just to explore what's happening and how this 
uh, production can be looped and can be presented in different ways, either like in the installa installations or in a specific sound work. So we were talking about as well her taste and her drive to do music that uh, she has been also listening to several types of music through the years and she has been always drawn to really create music and like besides the sound experimentation uh, also electronic music so I think this EP that I liked a lot uh, were this track that I just put um, it's 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 a sample of this exploration and I think she's now exploring more and more with several instruments on how to create like uh, these more like melodic uh, tracks. So she just released a work uh, with a, this label called uh, Low Mute in Mexico. So I recommend it. It's just fresh out of like just out of the oven. And it's called, the EP, it's called Infinita Incertidumbre. And this track that I'm going to put, it's called Presente y Pasado, which means in English, present and past. You know, it would be really nice that you learn Spanish, because we have enough imperialism already with English. So, <laughs> so I can have like a less of a translation work. <laughs> Joking. So let's go with this track and it's uh, Presente y Pasado from Leslie Garcia under the, the alias, uh, the alias called Micro Om. Here it goes. <laughs> Thank you. 
That track was Presente y Pasado from Micro Om, which is the alias of Leslie Garcia. So I recommend you to go to Bandcamp and check the re the releases that she's uh, that she has. She has like several singles and this Eternal Night uh, EP from Static. So you can check th that out and you can check her work as well in especially for the one that it's like intersecting biology or science in in the research group called Interspecifics. So you can go to interspecifics.cc and you can check a lot of uh, like the documentation of uh, the work in video and pictures and also with some um, some explanations about how everything works and how what is like the discourse behind it. So this is a group, it's not only Leslie, so for example, she's collaborating with Paloma, Paloma Lopez. So I recommend you a lot to check that out. Uh, there are like several things that she has been doing through the years and um, also the Infinita Incertidumbre EP from Low Mute that just got out. And I recommend you as well to check out some of the live performances. I was also in Centro Cultural de España in Mexico where she presented uh, part of this micro uh work with visuals from Milena Pafundi, which is also a really interesting artist doing also and feminist doing uh, visuals and visual art and also cinema and decomposing like signals and it was actually really good because I think it was a good combo of uh, all these textures and also like these melodies that the, that Leslie has been exploring with these visuals and that were really raw but also really beautiful and really well uh, performed, I would say. So it, it was great to see this. So I recommend it. There is a couple, there are a couple of videos on YouTube for these presentations. Uh, they have been presenting themselves uh, for festivals like Mutech and uh, you can check that out. So I, I also recommend the work of Milena Pafundi. So you can go to milenapafundi.com. So let's just move to the next woman. So let's, and, and just talking about open source and also um, free software and uh, sharing and all of the things that these particular tools give to different producers and artists and people in general. Because these tools are out there, they have communities, they have contribution, they are open for like improvements. So I'm really selling this out. huh? So this is, this is something that I think it's important because uh, these three women have been using tools that have this uh, philosophical base, which is open source. And I think it's important to note that this facilitated somehow the production of her, uh, of their arts. So um, in that sense, it's important to say that in Mexico, things have been happening in different times. So for example, I was also working in the multimedia center like several years ago. And um, 
I noticed as well that, for example, I was I was working in the lab that was for uh, interfaces, and then the next lab it was composed of uh, different labs. So next to us there was this uh, sound lab, we would say, taller de audio, and it was really interesting to see that actually this group of people were bringing a lot of open source and free software initiatives and tools to create things. So we are talking about giving workshops, doing activities that were involving software like Super Collider, uh, Pure Data, Fluxus Processing, VVVV, um, open frame frameworks um, and different others, uh, other tools. And actually they were bringing this whole institution, the Multimedia Center for the Arts, arts that it's actually inside the, the National Center for the Arts, was a place that was actually having some budget to bring the main developers or the creators of these softwares, so, so of this software. So I think it was important to see that this was a seed that actually created and facilitated that many, like several people in Mexico started to create their own, their own things. And um, the result was really interesting to see. And this next woman is like a, a life proof for this. So um, I had a chance also to interview her. Her name is Malitzin Cortez. So Malitzin is a really interesting woman because I think uh, when we were talking, I went to her studio uh, to interview her and it was really nice and refreshing to see that she was completely open to talk about anything and also she was like really, uh, really easy to talk to and it was really nice to see her whole, you know, progression of work and the honesty where she was driving uh, herself to talk about the tools that she's using. So basically what happened on her work, she comes from an architectural background. So she's now working on like transdisciplinary practices and also using technology on uh, audiovisual experiences. So, but mainly she has been using or she has been doing live coding. And why is that? Because she attended to one of the workshops that was given in the multimedia center uh, on the sound lab where I used to work. That why, that's why I was giving this context before. So she, was, she, she attended to one of these courses. I think it was in 2011 or something like that. And um, so she attended and learned Super Collider. So it was interesting to see because, for example, um, this workshop was, um, I think this, like the main core of this place was uh, happening with courses like workshops for Super Collider and then Fluxus as well. And it was interesting to see like a lot of members came from either self-taught uh, backgrounds or also, you know, conservatory or like musicians. So people like uh, Jaime Villarreal, um, Eduardo Melendez, um, also Ezequiel Netri, 
Ernesto Romero, and also this, I, I remember uh, this woman that was in there, it was, it was actually the only woman that I remember when I was working in there, uh, Katia. So Katia was, I, I think she's now a PhD candidate in Bremen um, doing some studies and she was also, I think she was also a systems engineer. So it was, it was nice to see, it was really nice to see the whole environment. It was like fun times and they were doing all of these workshops and people were like just going there and experimenting. So Malitzi went there, took the Super Collider course and then a little bit after she discovered this other thing called tidal cycles. So tidal cycles is uh, also a free and open source software that it's like allowing people to do patterns with code and it's uh, facilitating like algorithm uh, al algorithmic music. So the creation of music um, live on the go, um, real time, and also creation of like polyrhythms and also sequences. So this 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 tool is actually running on top of Super Collider. So it's actually the tool that has been um, starting a move a whole movement called Algo Rave which is like a compound word for algorithm and rave. So obviously this was um, sort of like a electronic music thing that happened and seen that happened that it was more about, um, you know, melodic and electronic dance music in some cases, not all of the cases. So I think it's important to see what people have been doing with these tools, that it's not necessarily uh, the same in the algorithm scene. So we are going to go through uh, some of this information and also for the next artist that I'm going to talk about later. So Malitzin actually had like a, a mind blown uh, experience with, algo with uh, sorry, with title cycles, because then she found her tool. And you can tell because actually the, the the result of the work that she has been doing it's quite it's quite strong, and I would say like quite good, and the audiovisual experiences are happening in collaboration with another uh, media artist uh, Ivan Abreu, so they have been presenting themselves as well in festivals like Mutech and also outside Mexico. And um, I think I think it's also having like some aesthetic qualities to it. So I recommend you search for the videos for Maritzin Cortez, who has a la an alias called CNDSD. So it's CNDSD. You can check her out in there. And this track that we are going to play now, it's a track that it's not so recent, but I like a lot because it's quite strong and nice. And it's obviously made with the uh, title cycles. So it's live coding. Here it goes. The track name is T01. Thank you. 
So that track that we heard was uh, Malitzin Cortez under the alias C and the SD. And the track is called T underscore zero one or T O one. And this was made with title cycles. So what happened with this then is that um, I think the, the algorithm scene is very diverse and I like about that, but I think it's mainly diverse. I, I, I dare to say that it's because of, in, in the cases that I've been checking, it's because of women. I don't know, I, I, I think there's like this overly um, uh, desire or like a uh, drive to, to really show uh, this technical uh, skill, um, especially when things are done live. I think there's like a preoccupation. It's just a perception that I have, but I am going to say it. I don't care. So um, about the craft or like about the, yeah, the craft and the technicality of it. So, and I think in, in my opinion, tools are just tools for it. And then um, you can be also highly technical in other skills, in other things. So, but at the end, the discourse and the way you use the tool is what matters. So I've been checking a lot of the outcomes of the algorithm scene. And uh, some parts I like, some other parts I consider that are just like shallow, um, shallow, very complex and intricate, uh, you know, code that it's, it's fine, it has its beauty, but um, to me as a listener, it doesn't give, doesn't give me much. So I've been interested in how like women approach this. So I think uh, the, the, the impression that I have of the work of Malitzin gives that quality to me, I think, because it's quite potent. It has like a lot of strength, but also has like a certain um, preoccupation of communicating still. So I, th I think it's really nice to see. She also released very recently um, through the label called so Subreal, uh, that it's a label called uh, Subreal from Mexicali, from Mexicali in Mexico. So um, I'm going to play this track that is like really recent, that it's called In Tongues. So Malitzin's alias is always CNDSD, at least for now, especially for the music production. So here it goes.
That was C and D S D, the alias for Malitzin Cortez, and the track was Primal Orch. So, and you can find this on the Subreal label from Mexicali or Mexicali, and um, it's it's worth having a look to the videos that you can find on Vimeo. I think Vimeo is a better platform for this case because um, Malitzin has been collaborating with uh, with Ivan Abreu and you can see like the, the AB performances and it's actually really nice to see um, all of these performances with like high quality let's say. So with all the generative and um, visuals that you can find in there. There's also a super, super nice performance that she did with Olivia Jack, this other like uh, producer of code and uh, and also a programmer, like really nice that she's building their own, uh, her own frameworks and I recommend her work a lot. So she presented Malitzin was uh, performing with Olivia Jack on doing the visuals and it was I think in this place called Terminal. So you can check uh, Malitzin work, Malitzin's work on malitzincortes.net and on our conversation we were talking about the latest things that she was also putting together because with the architectural background that she has, she was invited to do also like immersive uh, experiences and installations. So she was working on this project that was involving virtual reality. So which makes sense because obviously she has that uh, background as well and that interest on actually putting together a whole experience that it's involving all of the senses and it's also incorporating the visual work that she has been exploring. And you can see like the influences that uh, she has had through her work. If you listen to the tracks on SoundCloud, you can find her there too. So you can see a lot of uh, some drone and you can see some like break core and tiny hints of uh, chiptune. So it's actually nice to uh, check that work out. So we are going to move now to the last uh, artist and uh, I decided to put only one track because I thought this track was really nice. I like it a lot and also because it's really long. It's uh, a 20 minute uh, track so I'm just saying so so you know. And um, I, I might be publishing this playlist on my on my SoundCloud account, which is JJJOLLL. So you can check the tracks of the artists and also check their own pro they, their their profiles. So let's talk about now Alejandra or Alexandra, Ale Alexandra Cárdenas. The relationship that she has with Malitzin, it's quite direct because Alexandra has been pioneering in the algorave scene. And this happened very similarly because of her training on Super Collider. So both, both Alexandra and Malitzin have been teaching as well and giving workshops uh, for this tools as well. So in the case of Alexandra, Alexandra was born in Colombia 
and she was working she she lived in mexico for several years and now she's based off in berlin germany so it's interesting because she has like a more of a classical like composition and um academical training in composition so she was doing composing and um, improvisation so um and also a lot of that was meant to be executed on guitars i haven't had the chance to talk to alexandra yet just yet so alexandra if you hear this um just correct me if i'm wrong and uh, we will we will meet don't worry so um her work is really interesting also because the shift from uh, this composition background to now in the live coding and generative music with algorithms on I will rave in this scene I think it was quite interesting for me so also to see the outcome of it because it's not uh, what you would expect from the algorithm scene so I recommend uh, an article that it's in the internet uh, made by mix magazine mix mag so you can find it if you, if you google mix mag and then female coders algorave and then you will find the list of women doing um doing coding live coding for this in with different uh, outcomes and different results and then alexandra is is listed in there so Alexandra has this alias called Tiempos del Ruido. So I, I think I think this is uh, also derived uh, from a work that she did with the Tampuco, Tampuco Percussion Ensemble. So I think she just kept this. Um, so I, I think it's nice to check her work. I think the, the name on SoundCloud is the same, Tiempos del Ruido. So she has been exploring with this with these tools as well and um, with the, with the training and the background that she had. And what I what I find really interesting is that it's not uh, this, you know typical, not typical, but uh, this pattern of percussion that you might expect. Um, by the usage of these tools. So it's also like the the quality of the free improvisation live that is actually making this track really great, I think. So this track was made in Colombia, so in a in a place that it's called Platoedro, which is an uh, like a, a spot or a center that it's actually facilitating and giving workshops and activities for youth and for youngsters to, um, it has like a social um, commitment to give tools to people to stay away from violence as well. And also it's a diverse, uh, it's enhancing diversity and also trying to give like an alternative methods of uh, pedagogical methods to teach several topics and culture and enhancing this in Medellin. Colombia. So Alexandra was presenting herself in there. So the track is a live performance. Uh, so the track is called Plato Edro. So you can find this track on SoundCloud. And this is the last track then with this um, 
I'm going to just say goodbye and finish this episode and also thank everyone that helped me and opened uh, their studios or their exhibitions for me to just to talk and maybe later I will I will put together uh, and clean up all of the research that I've been doing so you can also have access to the interviews so at the moment this is going slow because of life and work so this is this is something that might happen later on I will I will uh, publish it somewhere so this is Plato Edro from Alexandra Cárdenas Tiempos del Ruido so check her out Thanks a lot for joining me and I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you.